0: Okay, let's get to something far more important The money Now, we don't need an excuse To ask Anthea to be busy Because we like it when Selehotsatsi comes in Hey, how are you, dude?
1: Very good. good. Yes. Yeah, good. On I'm super glad sub duty.
0: I'm, I'm glad you're here because we secretly we are trying to replace Anthea. With yeah, you. It's,
1: it's a very slow transition. It's but, taken longer than I, I know, thought, but. but we
0: we don't want to rush you. We want you to have uh, you know yeah. a comfortable we'll experience. Take our time so, with it. Also, we have to be very careful because if Anthea smells a rat, she's gonna she, yeah. <laughs> She's gonna have a temper tantrum. Know, it's yeah.
1: like The Departed. I don't know if you saw that movie. But
0: yes, exactly. There's no, there's no sense of humor there. If she, yeah. if she smells something's going on. <laughs> so first of all, um, how's your new year going so far? Very good. Very busy. Um, it is. That's yes. fantastic. Okay. And how are the markets so far this year?
1: So they were doing well up until, I suppose, the outbreak of this coronavirus. Now there's a bit of fear in the air. Oh, boy. Uh, but I guess we're going to have to see. Uh, markets this week, it looks like, are going to open uh, quite a bit weaker because of
0: it. Okay. So, again, markets are the most skittish things in the universe. They, the markets are more scared than the mother of a, of a of a three-year-old at you know an amusement park with all the rides are dangerous. It, it's just everything that happens in the world freaks out. The markets You'd think they'd be A little more resilient But they really aren't Anything happens Immediately people go <gasps> Get the jitters
1: Yes and I think The fact that we also Are coming off Such a strong run uh, We've had about Five months of, of Strong stock market performance There's a lot of people That are looking and thinking hmm, Should I take some Risk off the table
0: now Yeah Okay so if you talk about Risk off the table What do we, what do, we do then Because a lot of people um, Say that gold Is a safe haven Anthea seems to be Of the opinion That that's for pirates Um, But there are a couple of things that you can do if you are a more conservative investor that will protect your money against these vagaries. What are those things? I mean, so, in, in general terms, and then we can get yes. to specific. Okay.
1: So speaking very generally, I think the two things you want to look at are one, you want to be aware of valuations. Mm-hmm. So in the US, for example, valuations are very high versus history. We had a Ford 19 for the 19 PE for the S&P 500 versus a Ford 16 or uh, 15 and a half uh, historically. So we are on the high end of things. Yeah. So that's uh, one thing to keep in mind. And then it's really the types of businesses that you invest in. You want to invest in very high quality resilient businesses, very high return on capital businesses.
0: You know, it's amazing. I saw a valuation for Tesla the other day and then I looked at the valuation for General Motors. And General Motors is like a hundred-year-old company, right? And they don't have anything near the valuation of Tesla. Tesla's a couple of years old and they neither of them really are making anything that dramatically different. The one is just more electric vehicles and the other one is just a more conventional vehicle company that relies on perhaps a background of older technology, but more or less the same things that they're developing now. Isn't that amazing?
1: It is I think no stock uh, separates investors more than than Tesla. You have bulls and the bears and both are always going at each other. It's now the second most valuable car company in the world, <laughs> which is astounding. It's worth two Ferraris or t- uh, the market caps of two for, uh, Ferraris. It's it's yeah, it's really amazing uh, that it's And we don't
0: mean two cars, we mean two companies. Two, two yes, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, yes, two market caps of two Ferrari companies. So, uh it's it's now reached a 100 billion dollar valuation, which is incredible
0: now let's go to our markets quickly because i know you've got a bunch of things you want to talk about nasper sold about a percentage of its process stake to yes. buy. what is process and how how did they why why just sell one percent of anything how much is it worth so, Process, uh, Naspis
1: owns just under three quarters of Process. So last year Nusbus spun off all of its South African assets, South African tech, uh, sorry, uh, non-South African, foreign, uh, technology assets into Process. Okay. Um, the biggest one being 10 cent by far. So the value of, Ten cent uh, which is about thirty one percent that Nuspass through process owns is worth more than the rest of the company combined so <laughs> so it's at a it trades at a quite a big discount to that ten cent valuation
0: okay, so what are they going to do with that money?
1: So they're going to buy back shares in Nuspass. the idea being that because uh, Naspas is trading at a discount to its uh, to the sum of its parts,
0: they can own the parent share more of that
1: yes yes and it it should be uh value accretive for shareholders um essentially you're you're buying back something that's trading at a large discount Hmm. so over time if you do more of that uh the share should rise okay so as you say it is difficult because it was only about a percent was this a signaling move will they do more of it going forward we'll have to see but i think it is positive
0: generally all right um what about Shoprite? what's going on there
1: Yes, yeah, so ShopRite was one of two positive retail trading reports that we had coming out last week. They had sales growing 10% in South Africa, which, as we know, is a very good result given the current environment that we're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Africa continues to be a struggle for them. Sales were down about 3%. Uh, currency devaluations continue to be an issue. But I think generally it was a very well-received uh, trading update. The share was up about 5% after they released it.
0: What's the, uh, the other one? You said that one of two retail stores.
1: Yes, Clicks was the other uh, trading update last oh. week. Also, a good, uh, a good set of numbers, sales were up about 10%, and they had same-store sales growing in the mid-single digits. Hmm. Now, that share was down 4.7% on the day that they released these results, but that's because expectations for clicks are so high. So a lot of investors have, have bought into click shares because you get a high degree of certainty of a very metronomic-like growth coming out of clicks. You can It's a very bankable uh, growth stream. Slow and steady. It? Yes,
0: Okay, so there's no immediate jumps up or down expected from clicks, but that's good news that at least two places seem to have been bucking the trend of otherwise a very tough retail environment.
1: Yes, hopefully the start of a, a longer trend.
0: Okay, AVI. What is AVI? Yes, so I remember you've explained this to me before.
1: Yes, so they they are own they are consumer facing company that own brands like INJ and Baker's Biscuits, Eat Some More. Oh, okay. Yes, very high quality business, very well run business, but they are definitely struggling, struggling in this environment. So they only grew their sales by 1% over the period and their earnings per share are going to decline by between 3 to 5%. Hmm. And they pointed towards a very difficult uh, Christmas and uh, Black Friday uh, period. Also, load shedding played an impact, um, Mm. and we'll see that in Amplats' production report as well. It's a high-quality company, but it's at a pretty high valuation, so it's one that I would be staying away from at at the
0: moment. All right. Um, You mentioned Anglo, Anglo Anglo-American Platinum.
1: Yes, so Amplats, as we know, the platinum sector has been on fire for the last uh, over a year now. And you mean that
0: in a good sense, not like in an Australian (laughs) Bush sense.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, Thank you for for pointing that out. Let us clear that up. Um, the, the one thing that was interesting about this production report is they pointed out the impact that load shedding has had on the output, on the amount of platinum group metals that they've, uh, they've mined in the last year. Yeah. So in, in the last quarter of 2019, they said that about a 70,000 ounce impact was felt because of a load shedding. So they put a number on it, yes, which is it's, interesting. Um, and so to put that 70,000 number into a uh, context, Amplats last year produced 1.15 million ounces. Mm -hmm. So 70,000 isn't nothing. It's a pretty significant number. No, it's a big
0: number, but what is the platinum price at the moment? Do we know?
1: Uh, Yes, so platinum is at just over $1,000 an ounce.
0: So 70,000 ounces. We're talking 700 million?
1: Yeah, so it actually probably is a bit more than that because it's not just uh, platinum. $700 in, million. Dollars. It's not just platinum in that number. It's also palladium, rhodium, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, There's right. a whole basket. And palladium of, has been skyrocketing yes, too. Yes, uh, best performing commodity of 2019. Just figure, my,
0: my maths is really terrible. Yours is way better. But let me just see if I can do this. So 70,000 ounces multiplied by $1,000 an ounce. Okay, so $70 million lost because of the idiots at ESCOM.
1: So it's, it's a very real, uh, a very tangible way of seeing the, the impact that this ESCOM issue is having on, on the economy.
0: Well, it's interesting that they actually put a number to it, I suppose. Yes. Um, and, then, and as you say, the other platinum group metals doesn't make it e- any easier because some of them are even more expensive than platinum. Yes. Um, okay, well, I don't know whether they're going to be able to figure out across the entire economy what the load shedding has cost us.
1: It would be interesting if we could get a…
0: Interesting and scary. Probably depressing. While we're talking about mining, tell me about Kumba iron ore. They also had a trading statement last week
1: mm-hmm. and the share, the share is down 9% since they released it. So it's performed poorly. And the reason is that they came in below expectations. So at the midpoint of the earnings per share range, they gave, it's about 50 rand, 70 cents per share in earnings. And that's 9% lower than what the market was expecting. This is just a trading statement. So at this stage, we don't know what's driven that, that miss. It could be, and it's probably most likely, uh, cost uh, blowout so expenses growing faster than expected at the moment iron ore prices are still very high because Vale had that terrible dam incident in Brazil last year Mm. and so we're still coming off a low supply number for global iron ore production but it'll be interesting to see what actually caused this miss
0: sure Um, While we're talking about local businesses and one that has not had the greatest time, I mean, you you, you mentioned that Lake Charles Chemicals project, but uh, one of the international companies, um, Netflix, how are they looking? Because everybody said, oh, this is the best company, and for a little while I had some minimal shareholding in there, and I was watching it just go up and up and up, Yes, but it seems to have slowed down.
1: Yeah, so I think uh, as of Friday, it was only up 7% over the last year, which is well behind what the, the broader market has done. Yeah. In this uh, Q4 2019 earnings report, they said that they grew their U.S. subscriber number by only 420,000, which is which is well below expectations, and that's been a big focus for investors because the U.S. subscriber base is obviously a lot more profitable than some of your emerging market subscribers. Cool. So, so so that was the first big issue. But secondly, I think the cash flow burn that the company is still undergoing is a bit of a concern. So Netflix burnt about $3.3 billion in 2019. Uh, they have said that that's going to be their trough in terms of how much cash they burn per year. So in 2020, they're looking to burn $2.5 billion, and that number should decline going forward. All right. Anything else you want to throw in? I think the final one would be uh, Sassel. Yes. They updated the market on Lake Charles uh, after Sorry, there was a, a, a fire that. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, they said that the the issue isn't as big as the market feared. The share was up about 3% after they, they released the announcement. So there's no major, there were no employees or contractors hurt. There's not going to be a major capex or scheduling issue because of this. But I think at this stage, investors are still nervous and very skeptical.
0: Well, the share's down 13% so far, right? Yes. And last year wasn't, as I said earlier, a great year for them.
1: Yes, yeah, so I think investors are saying we're going to wait and see on this one.
0: Hmm. All right, Saleho, thanks very much. Anthea sent me a message to say she's listening and she knows what we're plotting <laughs> against her. So it's too late for us now. We better yeah. take cover.
1: Okay. I, I might not come back alive. Uh, yeah, well,
0: <laughs> I, then she'll come and hunt me down afterwards. So if something happens to you, it's only a matter then, of time. Yeah, you're
1: next. Oh. <laughs>
0: All right, thank you. Saleho, Tatsi, and uh, this morning's Money Shot. Very good.